Hi, and welcome to The Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and I am your co-host alongside Kabbalistic sleep and dream expert extraordinaire, Mordecai Ballas. Hi, Mordecai. How's it going today? Hello. Hello, Wendy. I'm great, thank God. Happy to be here. What about you? I am always happy to be here. Very uh, much looking forward <laughs> to this this episode which is all about power naps something that i do not do very well so i can hardly yes, wait to very, hear very very interesting topic it is it is we want to welcome everybody to the art of spiritual sleep especially if you hadn't listened to us before we're glad you're here the art of spiritual sleep is a podcast that delves deep into the power of our sleep and our dreams as shared with us through the ancient wisdom of kabbalah each week, we also offer two amazing features that you're going to want to wait till the end of the episode to hear. The first is the language of dreams, where Mordecai shares a sleep symbol of the week, its meaning, and how you might interpret it in your dream or in others. Also, we have something to sleep on, where Mordecai shares uh, tips, exercises, workshops, um, meditations, things that you can do to help better your sleep, have clearer dreams, and as a result, have a much, much better awakened day. So we're very excited to get started. Mordecai Power Naps, as I said, I am not a good napper. I've never <laughs> worked with them, so I'm, I'm actually very curious because I would love to see why I actually should try and nap more often. Right, so let, let's start with a question I'd like to ask you, and it's actually a question for all of us that are watching, listening, because maybe through, uh, through asking and answering this question for yourself, we'll be able to be more in tune with, uh, with this uh, episode. So why do you think people take a, a power nap? Well, everybody in my life who does take power naps, and my husband is one of them, has always said that it helps them kind of recharge, reboot, clear their mind it, it's in a way it sounds like to me it's a form of meditation i would think yeah oh you know so it can also be that someone is just tired they had, um, they had a long uh, night. Rough, rough night and they're dozing off yeah um, <laughs> yeah but physically yeah it, it can clear people of course if it's done right it can recharge you uh, clear your mind um, and, and as you said, uh, as you mentioned, not everyone is good at it. Some people uh, feel more tired after a nap. I'm, I'm uh, cranky. Sometimes, yeah, like aggravated, right? Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes even a bit disoriented. And um, on the other hand, there are people who do very well with it. In fact, um, as someone that is very successful, very successful businessman, um, shared a few months ago with one of my colleagues that his secret of success is that he never gave up on his 15-minute uh, power nap every single day. It doesn't matter what's happening. Uh, the business can be on fire. 15 minutes of... of uh, over, over power nap. So that's the physical, uh, because when we talk about the physical reasons, some people might uh, be for it, some people uh, 
it just doesn't work for them. I, you know, I've always um, wondered, and you may not have the answer to this, but I've always wondered, like, why I'm, am I not a good napper? You know, um, <laughs> I haven't been since I was a little kid. It's not like something that happened in adulthood. And I can look at my son also, who is not a good napper. He's never been a yeah. good napper. I always, I always chalked it up to, you know, I'm an Aries. Maybe it's my fire sign, or like he's a Gemini. Maybe it's his air sign. I don't know. But is the, do you know of any reason why some people nap better than others? Well, you know, it can be uh, certain biological reasons, or um, uh, even maybe even genetics about uh, naps. I believe in in many ways from the work that I've done with different people is that the perception, the belief system about sleep to begin with, uh, that sleep is, uh, at least in the beginning of the journey, some people believe that sleep is a waste of time, right? Like we already mentioned in the past, the expression, I overslept. There's no such a thing of, I was over awake. <laughs> I was over alert, right? So uh, that's one thing. And in many ways, maybe people don't talk about it, but it's like power nap is like the black sheep of the uh, of the sleep uh, family. Yeah. Right. It's like it can be associated sometimes with um, laziness or someone. What you what you can handle the day. You you gotta take a break <laughs> in the middle of the day. Uh, so laziness is sometimes even weakness like low energy, um, but Kabbalists have been using it as a tool, um, as a tool to send the soul on a journey, a spiritual journey uh, of directing the soul of what goal they want to achieve, because um, spiritually speaking, the realm of dreams is not uh, available, almost no availability. I mean, if you are a spiritual giant, it's probably going to work for you. But for, for, the, for many of us, it doesn't. When you look into having dreams during your nap time, forget about it. It's pretty much uh, why. Because first of all, the, the realm of dreams is closed at that time, pretty closed. Um, that's one thing. And the uh, second of it, it takes time for the soul to elevate. Right? We spoke in previous episodes, it takes roughly around 30 minutes to get there. Now, it's very tiring, very tiring for the soul. Imagine like I would tell you, okay, you're you're the pilot, you need to take off. And as you reach the cruising altitude, I tell you, okay, it's time to land. There's mm -hmm. not even one minute to, to cruise. And imagine it's like going like this, up and down, up and down, up and down. Some people, for some people, it's very tiring. This Because it takes an effort to take off. And it takes effort to land. It doesn't take much effort to cruise. Right. So, for some people, this idea of like, maybe they won't describe it that way, but this idea of like, 
What do you want me to do? You want me to take off? I'm not going to have, I'm, I'm not going to even have dreams. And then you want me to land and to do this more than once in the afternoon? No, thank you. I'd rather do it uh, at night and I'll, I'll get myself, get my act together and, and hang on until the evening. I, I think that's exactly how I feel about it. I think you just described like me. It's like, why take the time? Why bother? It's only going to be 15 minutes. Like how much is it really going to make me feel like I've slept? And for me, it's hard. I don't, I don't fall asleep quickly. I mean, forget my soul, right? Like physically, right. I don't fall asleep quickly. So if I had 15 minutes, it's going to take me a good five, six minutes to get to sleep. And then to no, me, it's like, what's the point? Is like you, you need to be a sleep expert. Yeah. To, to take off in seven minutes. Uh, but, or really like practice it. So most of the time for people to take naps, and it's recommended, by the way, not to take uh, more than 20 minutes, I would say, if you're really good with the power naps, you know, I'd even go for up to 30 minutes. Otherwise, it can um, mess up with your uh, circadian uh, rhythm, with your, with your clock, internal clock. So uh, then people find it difficult to fall asleep during night, uh, during the night. So... So even if you get 20 minutes, you don't even get to take off in most of the cases. And then you need to go back. So, and it's many times also people do this thing of, okay, how do I wake up? Right? So how do I wake up from the nap? So let me put an alarm. Also an alarm is not the most gentle thing to wake up to. So it's a question, what do you do? So first I think we need to shift if we want to invest in it, we need to shift our perception for the purpose of the power nap. You might get a recharge, but in most of the cases, on top of the recharge, it's uh, the energy of uh, getting more guidance. Well, Learning to have more out of the body experiences. Yeah. Okay. So I, I just, before you go into detail with that, I just, cause you've said it so many times, right? That it's, you know, the soul, when you sleep, it goes up into that realm where dreams are and it recharges and it gets all these answers. But you said over and over again that, you know, at this time, that that is closed. So like right now, before you start telling me how, I just want to say it sounds like it's there's like literally almost no point. Maybe spiritually, maybe physically there is, but there's literally no point to having to doing a power nap from the perspective of like that you can't access anything. So if, only if you view it as a as a meditation tool and as a tool uh, that your soul can really elevate to the metaphysical realm and get answers. It's everything but the actual dream state. Okay. So. You can, because you're reaching theta, you're reaching different high, they're high. They're not as high as having a dream. So on top of the potential recharge that you can have, but it, don't, don't have too much expectations about that recharge. It's like you plug your phone for uh, two minutes, three minutes for a quick charge. So it will have enough juice until you get to... Um, uh, charge it fully, right? So 
don't get too many expectations about the actual charging, but what we offer is using that time to uh, set a goal of something you want to know, a question, if, is it the right uh, partnership for me to begin with, because your soul can go and look for the answers. Um, is it the right uh, deal for me? Is it the right business for me? Uh, what should I do in that situation? What should I say in that situation? And um, a lot of people have uh, very interesting experiences if they so, give it a try with that intention. So what I'm hearing you say is that along the route to this place where all the dreams are connecting to souls, they're like stops along the way. And at those right. different levels, the soul can access information. It's just not yeah. in the deeper form as it is when it goes up and it's in that place where it accesses. I would say, and it's not a scientific definition, but I would say roughly, power nap is something in between meditation and sleep. Okay. It's not a meditation because you're not fully there. And it's also not, uh, um, it's not, it's not, a, it's not full sleep. But metaphysically speaking, what you're saying is that even though the gates of where dreams come from are closed, there are other gates that are open to information. It's just at a different yes. level. Yes. And in a way, lower level, in, in, in a way, even though some people might say, and I agree with them, that even that so-called low level, bless you, Thank you, is very high relatively to the physical reality. A lot of people get answers in meditations. And you can get visits from souls that have departed. You can get visits from angels and different other positive entities that can really guide you in an amazing way. So this actually might be a good solution for people who aren't great at meditation. If they can yeah. learn how to power nap. Yeah. And uh, one of the great Kabbalists of Chaim Vital was a student of the spiritual giant of Isaac Luria, the Ari, uh, the Holy Lion. He, he wrote a book, it's called the Book of Visions, that a big part of it is uh, experiences that he had during daytime, also experiences that other people had, uh, dreams about him, visions about him, but people that had, and, and including himself, experiences that he had doing, during um, uh, daytime. It's called Chalomot Be'akits. In Hebrew, it means uh, dreams while you are awake. That's the literal uh, translation. Uh, because you are awake, so-called, but you're also not fully um, uh, in the physical reality. So is it, and, and, you know, we talk a lot about in dreams, the truth of the dream or the truth of the symbols that are in it are messages that you get or answers that you receive while you're power napping. Do you have to worry about there being truth to it? Or can you be pretty assured that the message that you're getting is, you know, if you get a message or you ask for a message during a power nap is going to be on the up and up? So it depends on which day of the weekdays the dream took place in the afternoon. If it's a... Not a dream, just a message. Sunday to... What, sorry? Just the message, not a dream. 
Yeah, right? yeah, the message. Okay. Yeah, you but it can be also. You can also have a dream during in, this time. Okay. And so um, Monday to Friday, uh, these are times that the gates are usually uh, the gates of dreams are closed. But Saturday afternoon is a time of perfection, and therefore. You can also sleep more than, you can take a nap of more than 20 minutes and you can get great messages and you can also have great dreams. During the weekdays, having a message uh, during your nap time really depends on how much you are, uh, this is generally speaking, how much you are invested in your day-to-day, in your internal work, in meditations, is it something you used to do? Is it something that uh, are you spiritually more in tuned? You are making progress every day, so that makes a better chance that the message will be um, uh, in the right direction. And you know, if you're not sure, you can take another power nap either <laughs> the same day or the next day. And ask the question about the message that you got before. If you can get confirmation, if you get more direction about it, more details, it doesn't have to be. And many times people would have sessions with me about dreams they had during night sleep, and I would send them to sleep on it. Send them to have another dream that would clarify the message that they got. So it's it, it seems to me that it's a little bit, I don't know why I'm saying it this way, but a little bit more flexible in a, in a sense, because the messages aren't like, it's guidance. It's not the same thing as a message through a, a dream. So it's right. more it's like like along you, the side of guidance. If you, ask me, if you do a meditation right now and you got a message in the meditation, would you come and ask, um, is it the right message? Is it, is it a true message? There's not much of a big difference between a meditation and having the message in a, in, in a power nap. The, the level of truth can be uh, relevant to either of them. Okay. It depends on the individual and what they're going through and how much they are invested in their spirituality. There are people who are not so invested, they will try a meditation and will not feel anything mm. or will feel something very little and uh, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't get a message Right, so it's it's different for every individual, but it's very similar to having a meditation in that sense. Okay, and for those of us who are not good at power napping or not sure how to make it so that we're better at it, do you have any insight or tips that you can give for those people who don't take power naps naturally? Yeah, so very uh, very simple few steps you can take. One is set your intention. What do you want to achieve through this power nap? It can be asking a question or getting clarity about something. Like you would uh, probably set your intention before you do a meditation. Mm-hmm. Number two, I recommend uh, if you're doing a power nap, which is different than a night's sleep, to save the time uh, of the takeoff by going to nap on uh, maybe a reclining chair or if your bed is reclined. Because when you uh, sleep completely horizontally, then your soul has to go through, uh, as we learned, through the throat and go up. When you fall in asleep uh, sitting, 
I don't know about standing, but it's a different story. <laughs> but uh, but a recline to one degree or another, it's a faster route for the soul to elevate. So you shorten the takeoff time. So that's recommendation number two. Recommendation number three is do a breath walk as much as you can. That many times hastens the um, uh, the elevation. So what you do is uh, you close your eyes, you breathe in through the nose, through the diaphragm, hold it a few seconds and release, and then hold it for a few seconds and then breathe in again. And this goes again and again and again, even for two, three minutes. What it does, first of all, it heightens your consciousness for that period of time. You can also try it in a meeting before you go into an important meeting or um, it's really getting you more in tune, even though if it puts you to sleep, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure it's the best idea to do it before driving or going uh, to an important meeting. Um, so breath walk, listen to your breathing. Mm. And uh, another recommendation, instead of putting an alarm of when you want to wake up, uh, take get a music for meditation, something that you like, something that relaxes you, um, and it has a set time. Let's say if it's 20 minutes, it's a 20 minute music and then it will stop. And then naturally you don't hear the sounds anymore. So you'll wake up maybe a minute later, two minutes later, five minutes later, but uh, the fact that there's no more music will condition gradually your journey um, uh, to wake up when the music stops. And of course, you can use the power of the Hebrew letters. You can use the Tetragrammaton, the Yudke Vavke, uh, to elevate. But these are the very core uh, things. Set your intention, recline in a chair or bed for an elevation that is faster. Listen to your breathing, breathing through the diaphragm, through the nose, exhale through the mouth. And if you can use also a Kabbalistic um, like letter sequences, that would be even a stronger experience. Well, and just so everybody knows, we have given you many letter sequences in yes. the Hebrew letters, <laughs> and we've even given you the one that um, Mordecai spoke about. So you can always go back and check our social media sites for something to sleep on that has it. Um, if not, you can reach out with a question and ask for it and we'll happily post it again. Um, so you do have lots of tools is what you're saying that you can use to, yes. to do this. And again, just to remind everybody, we're talking 15 to 30 minutes or 20 to 30 minutes. Is there a, like a, a perfect I would say 15, 15 to 20 minutes. And, uh, Maybe if you don't feel it's enough, maybe you can start with a little bit more like, but I would not recommend to do more than 30 minutes. Which is why they call it yeah, power now. Because for yeah. many people it can, no, I'm just, I'm just saying it can cause more uh, uh, pre perceived, I'm not saying that's the actual reality, but more perceived uh, challenge than, than good, so. Okay. Um, I, I think this is great for me. I'm excited to try it now. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. see if I can actually do it. So for those of you out there who are like me who don't nap well, we'd love to hear from you and to see <laughs> if you've tried it, you know, like what 
how did it work for you and was it better? Now, are you supposed to really fast? Like I said, I, when I wake up from a nap, I, I, I often don't feel refreshed. So what you're saying is if you use these techniques before you take the power nap, you should wake up more refreshed and ready to go. Cause like, I know in the past when I've done it, I like wake up and I'm like, you know, I, it really does. It takes me a good half hour to kind of snap back out or back into life. So this would help yeah. me with that is what you're saying. Yeah. But let's say you tried it once and uh, you're having the same experience you've had before. It's not uh, now an opportunity to get discouraged. Okay. Like give it a real try, give it a real try several times, several okay. times. I would say ideally, ideally, but it's not a must. Ideally, you want to try it for 40 days straight to create a long lasting effect, but it's up to you. You need to feel your body, your being, your journey and see what's right for you. Okay. All right, Mordecai, thank you so much for this insight into power naps. A fascinating topic for me. I hope everybody else thought so too. Let's switch over to the language of dreams now and the sleep symbol of the week. Yeah, just remember it's not recommended to use the power naps while you drive <laughs> um, or cutting the salad. Or operating or, heavy uh, machinery. <laughs> heavy machinery, washing your baby and, and so on and so forth. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to make it clear because um, some people do that. They really go all the way. <laughs> uh, so, um, um, so dream symbol, we, um, we chose today um, a mouse or mice. Um, you'll be surprised, but many people have dreams about mice. <laughs> relatively. Yes, yeah, I have. Now, this is, uh, having said that, this is uh, obviously uh, based on the fact that you don't have mice or a mouse in your house. You don't have it as a pet. Um, and you didn't watch a, a documentary about uh, mice. And you're having a dream about, um, uh, about a mouse or mice. Uh, it's very, very interesting, very powerful, very positive. So um, the mouse represents new beginnings. Hmm. By the way, it's interesting because in physicality, when someone have mice in their uh, office or business or house, there's uh, energy that leaks like someone is stealing something mm. or someone within the house is depriving the energy. There's like energy that is being lost, leaking. But in dreams, it's the, it's, no, I don't know if it's the opposite, but it's very positive. It shows about either, we're talking about new things, rejuvenation. Uh, it means uh, new people that you're about to meet. Um, a period of, of your life that has ended, that was very challenging. And now a new, a new chapter begins. It, it, it symbolizes change, positive change. It's very interesting because the book Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson talks about change. Right? Who moved it? And the story there is about uh, 
uh, mice. So it's either a challenging period that is about to be over. A, a, a mouse represents a new direction, new rejuvenation. Uh, many mice, uh, many, many, many mice is also, um, I would say also indicating about our uh, energy, our desire, looking forward to the change. And many people have it before they're, uh, um, they're getting another responsibility in their career, even change, doing some changes in their career, maybe relocating, uh, but it's very, very, um, very, very positive. And um, some, some sages even say that uh, someone who sees a lot of mice in the dream um, and uh, they're about to open a business, it means they're going to have a lot of employees and they're going to be successful. Wow. Because it's, it symbolizes a new beginning, but positive one. So interesting. I wonder why mice in a dream represent something that's so positive when in real life people don't like them so much, you know, it's such a negative, not negative, yeah. you know, is there a reason? Because sometimes you you talk about the word and how the words mean something like in, in Hebrew. Right. So um, actually not about the word, but it reminds me of a story. Uh, maybe some of you know this story about the mice, the mouse and the lion. Mm -hmm. that, um, that once uh, a, a lion captured a mouse and the mouse, it's like a kid's story, okay? Mm -hmm. And the mouse was uh, saying, release me and one day I'll, uh, I'll pay you back. And the lion was saying, how can you pay me back? But um, one day the lion, after he released the mouse, uh, was caught in a trap. Uh, full with different strings, and uh, the mouse came and just beat on the screens, uh, on the on the strings, and released the lion. Mm -hmm. And it's, I, I think, behind the story, one of the things which is really uh, for us to realize why are mice so positive in a dream is because sometimes we have the tendency to underestimate. Mm. Uh, the little and the not so important. Um, I would say that probably some of us also think, I don't even know why mice exist. Besides the fact of the food chain, like what exactly do they serve? And every, every creation is positive or, don't get me wrong, I don't like mice, but okay. um, maybe hamsters then even though it's like uh, cousins. But, but really to understand that uh, we don't see the big picture. And the mice represents the times that you don't even know. You have so much good uh, things that you have to look forward to, that you're going to receive in life every single day. And the, the mouse represents the, what we have the tendency to underestimate possibly, and turns out to be a great surprise. I love that. Well, I, I don't mind mice, so I like this. I'm, I think this is a great, a great symbol. It's that we like you get know. a good surprise by having a power nap that is actually uh, recharging exactly. and, and giving you a great <laughs> message. All, today is all full of small and amazing surprises. 
All right, Mordecai, what is something to sleep on for this week? So, something to sleep on, um, very much based on what we did today, is um, either try it for a week, try it for uh, uh, 40 days, um, and also do it in a way that you feel safe. I mean, if you're doing it during your work hours in the office, it might not be perceived so well. Uh, but if there's a way for you to, to, to try to apply the recommendations we have given you today, ask a question of something you want to know, you want to get clarity on, want to get direction on, and use a, either a reclining chair, breath walk, meditation music, and uh, even journal the different answers that you're going to get. And don't get discouraged if you tried it once, twice, and if you're not, uh, you haven't been doing it for years, the power nap, or you haven't been doing it successfully, it doesn't mean that uh, there won't be a new beginning, like with the mouse. All right, and please do share your experiences with us. It always helps others too when you share um, to feel confident that you know they can keep going, or to know that others are having this, you know, having success with this. And you can share and find all of our content from our episodes to our Something to Sleep On and our Language of Dreams on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, at Art of Spiritual Sleep. So please look for us there, like, share, subscribe. As we say every week, we really wanna elevate the sleep and the dreams of every single person in this world. Can you imagine what an amazing world well, well, you already live in an amazing world. Let's just yes. say that first. But less chaotic world we might live in uh, if we were all sleeping better. So please, please help somebody else sleep well. Um, if you are interested in uh, a dream interpretation with Mordecai, you can reach out to him in two ways. The first is at dreams at Kabbalah.com or you can visit Kabbalah.com under the guidance section and you will find uh, Mordecai's uh, dream interpretation and a way to link to an appointment and or, well not and or, and to a questionnaire <laughs> that will help you determine if you actually do need an interpretation um, or if you can have one that's maybe done by email instead of in person. So it's a great resource. If you're interested in working with Mordecai one-on-one -on -one to better your sleep or enhance your dreams, you can reach out to him at artofspiritualsleep at kabbalah.com for more information about that. Also, you can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms, so please look for us there. Thank you again, Mordecai, so much. I'm excited to try my power naps, and uh, we're very much thankful that you're all here with us, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Wendy. And have a great afternoon nap <laughs> and also great sleep at night.